0: night radio live and our four-week journey into the heart of christ's mass begins right now everybody, and welcome again to this Advent edition, special Advent edition of say. You left out special this Ignite time? Radio Live, coming to you live over the
1: five <laughs> mighty the stations. He got a little excited about these mighty stations of Annunciation Radio. Well, they don't see us visually.
0: You didn't want to go Facebook I Live tonight. It didn't. I am the party pooper. You're cutting out 90% of our audience who just want to see your beauty. The visual aspect of the program. Um, We're blessed to be with you tonight, wherever God has you in this very moment. Whatever you're dealing with, whatever is spinning around, uh, perhaps lingering clouds and shadows from a very difficult political season. Or whatever you dealt with last week during preparations for Thanksgiving and being around family, which we know can be a source of stress and challenge. We get the sense that uh, that there's a lot spinning around in the world. Certainly the tragedy yesterday at Ohio State, there's a lot going on around us. And the Lord wants us to proclaim that He is Lord. Even if we're only just proclaiming that and it hasn't quite sunk into our hearts, we do tonight proclaim Him as Lord. That means He has dominion, that He is overall, and let's just take a moment moment and enter into prayer in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit Amen. amen dear Lord Jesus we are united with all our brothers and sisters here listening and supernaturally with all of your children who've been fashioned For a fulfillment that can only be found in you, Lord. And it stretches back from the beginning of time, Lord. We're united with all the angels and saints. We're united with those who yearned for you thousands of years ago for your coming. With whatever conceptions they had of you as we do, Lord, in need of being delivered from our captivity, make us aware, God, our various captivities that we have that we can turn to you and that truly Lord we can regard you as our Savior we come to you tonight with confidence that truly you are our Savior that you are our Savior and we need to be saved in particular ways we need to be saved Lord in our emotions that sometimes are renegade and rule us more than us ruling them Lord we need to be saved in our thought life how often that can be renegade and just a lack of focus on what's most important in our commitments and priorities, Lord. We need to be saved from, uh, sometimes it feels like we're marionettes, scattered or on the end of a marionette that's just moving us by who knows who or what. We need to be saved, God, and we proclaim you as Lord and we avail ourselves to you tonight at the beginning of this journey, this Advent journey, that truly come four weeks from now, we can recognize you as the Savior, concretely, not just a nice little story or something we hold sacred but removed from our experience. You invaded our human experience, Lord. You invaded our circumstances and you want to do the same. So whomever is listening right now, Lord, we unite ourselves in seeking your grace and acknowledging our imperfection and seeking your fulfillment. And I do lift up Uh, prayer that I was moved to post in the middle of this day as I was praying in the middle of the day. Just uh, certainly there were some real friends who are struggling in a marriage, and marriages, a number of them, godly people struggling in their marriages. And I was moved to post this, and the only reason I'm going to reread this is because it really took off on Facebook um, in the number who seemed to share in this heart. So as we continue this prayer and conclude then, Lord Jesus, we renounce in your name the works of the enemy who whispers bitterness, resentment, jealousy, anger, lust, hurt. We pray right now for an outpouring of your healing, transforming, empowering Holy Spirit. We claim that the fullness of sacramental grace might flood them. All of us, God, who are married with magnanimous mercy, forgiveness, and surrender. We pray that these may see every bruise and brokenness, every pain and suffering as your very hands, molding them, molding us for greater holiness. In this Advent season, reveal your conquering, delivering power in marriage. Come, Lord Jesus, come. In the name of the Father, amen. and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. So we're turning it over to you folks before you know uh, the wonderful guests we have here with us tonight on Ignite Radio Live. We are very live in the studio, beginning this four-week journey into the heart of Christ's Mass. And we're getting ready, actually, really excited for the presents for Christmas events that are um, going to be taking place. Uh, the notable launch this Thursday, two days from now, at St. John's Jesuit, a region-wide. It will involve a dinner and a message with Dan Demite uh, Anne East. He's also an author and speaker with Dynamic Catholic. Many of us know him from various events. A very powerful uh, young man who's going to bring us a great message, followed by an ignite type of worship led by um, Brandon O'Rourke will be leading worship, and uh, Father Matt Rader will be presiding. Excited about that. Followed by a coffee house with our very own local awesome Catholic recording artists Cassandra Acree and Joshua Kin. So if you haven't gotten your tickets, you really need to and need to go right now presentsforchristmas.com dot com. p-r-e-s-e-n-c-e-f-o-r-christmas.com and there's more if you call in tell us yes if you call in tonight we're asking you to share with us as we think of gifts in the season of gifts there's no present <coughs> with a T that surpasses the gift of presents there are no presents with the t that surpass the gift of presents we want that to sink in. That simple message to sink in tonight. And um, for all who call in and share with us, who has been presents to you? Um, if you call in and share with us what difference they made, we're going to give you free tickets. And if you already bought tickets, it's what? cool. Yes. We're, That's we're, so awesome. Well, it is really awesome. Thank what? you. Um, and uh, worth 30 bucks if it's a household, your whole household, or if it's an individual, it's worth 10 bucks. But uh, we're going to give you free tickets to this great event Thursday. And, again, if you're already registered or can't make it, you can give it as a gift to somebody else but that number to call in and again share with us somebody who has made the difference who has given you the gift of their presence um, call in and share with us 877-275-8098 877-275-8098 and I'll even let you off the hook if you're a Facebook person and you want to give me, share that story on our Facebook page, you can go there and you do it half also. half a ticket? Half a free ticket? No, we'll give you a full <laughs> ticket. Who's made the difference? Who has been presence in your life? If it's It's got to be we got to evaluate. It's got to be substantial, though. So, um, and I, Joseph, we actually, I need to plug up our connection here. We have somebody online. I, I have the connection.
1: I see it. But before we put our caller through, um, you want to talk a little bit about, or perhaps our caller would like to talk a little bit about, of the special um, appeal we have. At the presents for Christmas.
0: I think you would be a great person to set the stage for that, Stephanie.
1: Okay. So we are is our caller on? Yes I am. Hello. How are you, Missy? Hi. How are you? Very well, thank (laughs) you. I'm so glad you called. Perfect timing also. So we're talking about presents for Christmas and the wonderful grace-filled event it's going to be. And it's a very minimal charge. Um, But as soon as costs are covered... And we're
0: getting there. We're almost there.
1: um, Wonderful. We would like to donate any extra... Um, Money after the costs are covered to this great cause that Missy's going to tell us about right now. But not only would we like to,
0: we actually are (laughs) going to donate. All proceeds will go to a very needy situation here in the area that we can have kindred hearts and prayers for. So, Missy, how's that for the stage set? Welcome tonight and share with us.
2: Well, thank you very much. Um, I'd just like to take a minute and tell you about um, Bob and Abby Sadawi. Wonderful family, very active at Little Flower Catholic Church. Back in April, they welcomed their seventh child, and then in May, Bob had a series of severe headaches that eventually landed them in the ER, and long story short, he was diagnosed with a stage four brain tumor. It turned out to be brain cancer. They removed the grapefruit-sized tumor, and he's undergone radiation and chemo treatments. So the mm. family has basically um, gone through their resources, their savings, to you know proceed with treatments. So we are trying to raise funds for them so they can continue on with treatments at this point. So thank you. Go ahead. We've got, we sponsored a uh, GoFundMe page. Um, If you go to gofundme.com, there is a Team Sadawi website there. And as of Thursday, there will be a Caring Bridge website also up under the name Team Sadawi, where people can log on if they're interested in volunteering for upcoming fundraising events for this family
0: awesome so folks just to um, clarify for you if you go online and search go fund me just as it sounds and sadawi spelled s a w o w y sadawi s a t s a d s a d o s a d o w y you will find the team sadawi page that is set up to help this family in very uh, in financial need obviously prayers um, please join us in praying for them above all but Pray how God might move you to uh, support them. We are blessed um, a couple times to be gathered with their wonderful parish community and others, Little Flower Parish, um, just to be gathered to pray for them in a special way. And um, in that context, a number of those leaders are involved with us in putting on this presence for Christmas event on Thursday. Um, we just felt we really need to uh, make this um, event an occasion of also benefiting them. So we are going to be passing the hat, as they say. On Thursday, also at this event against St. John's Jesuit. You can find out more about that at PresenceForChristmas.com Wonderful. Thank you very
2: much. We're so grateful for doing that. Thank you so much for that.
0: God bless you, Missy, and uh, we'll see you real soon. Take care.
2: Looking forward to it. Thank you.
0: All right. Peace.
2: Thanks. We say thank you. Bye bye.
0: So, folks, uh, again, um, what a blessing that radio can be. So we, we tip our hats again to Deacon Mike and another opportunity that we have uh, with this great resource um, to unite people in prayer, to take care of the needs of other people. And here is a real family, seven kids, as she explained, uh, in real financial need. Um, so, again, keep the Sadawi family in your prayers. Join us for the celebration on Thursday. And uh, if you have some extra pennies or more, uh, we invite you to please contribute them it will make a difference and certainly online look um for gofundme sadawi s a d o w y so um all right so we're going to begin this this is uh, the beginning can of can i can i just you can do thing. anything You'll, yes dear
1: thank you so we often have spoken about the blessing of so many different parishes in this diocese of toledo um little flower certainly is a bright shining light in there and the sadawis who as you said belong there and just the community there is un- is unlike i've ever seen before just how they do rally around both in prayer and um physical support and just their presence i mean you talk about presence for christmas presence through the whole year um Little Flower Parish really gives witness to that in how they live their life as a parish community. So a shout-out and kudos and praise and thanksgiving to our Lord for Father Dave Nuss, their fearless pastor, um, and Sister Marilyn Marie and Jody and Tom and just their whole parish staff there. They're even getting peanuts in the background. (laughs) That's a huge shout-out. But just in the, you know, certainly parishioner after parishioner after parishioner, Yeah, so just can't say enough about them. And and during this very difficult time for the Sadawi family... just, wow, how that parish community has rallied around them. Once again, another example of what they do so beautifully with such ease and grace. So we love you, little flower people. Amen. Flower people. You, they could do something with Holy that.
0: flower people. Just saying. Godly flower people. Right. Little flower people. Anyways, all right. So, folks, a little background, a little on. bit of ambiance happening here, and we invite you to call in and share with us. Who has given you the gift of presence? Are we going to tell people who are... Of in our studio ever? Yes. But we want to set the stage so that they can call in and share with us because we're going to go around now in a moment and do that also. Now in a moment. Can we well, change the music first? No, we Never. can't. Never, we can't never. mute him, can we? <laughs> no, because I'm in charge. Eight seven seven two seven five eight zero nine eight. Please join us. Um, and uh, so, Stephanie, um, yes. we know we know that um, we think a lot about presence, right? And you've kind of geared up in the mode, kind of share with us maybe a little bit about kind of the gear shift that happens at the end of November and into December. And maybe, I don't know, just the pressure we feel with presence. And you do it very gracefully, and it's a heart thing. But I don't know. Tell us some of the challenge there because you face it more than i do the gear shift or the
1: pedal to the metal baby um no so yeah so my words of encouragement would be simplify 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 but as you simplify and all that needs to be done or things that you think need to be done glorify 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 our lord um so Advent, we so often forget that it is a gift in our liturgical season, this liturgical season of the church year. So often we, we know with Lent it's kind of given that you do certain things or give up certain things or have certain devotions, and somehow Advent gets lost in that craziness that you are speaking of, that gear shift. And so my first thing, which really isn't my first because I've already been going off a little bit, but just to really claim it, as a as a gift to grow in holiness it is a penitential season that we should focus on prayer fasting and almsgiving in a special way um you're looking at me funny but i'm gonna just keep going thanks so <laughs> um to the moms and others out there who the responsibility falls on your shoulders um Yeah. Gosh, don't get lost in it. Don't get lost in it. Don't let it overwhelm you. Um,
0: Don't let busyness rob you of your blessedness.
1: And I'm talking to myself because we know that it still needs to get done, right? But how can we structure it that it becomes a gift in and of itself? And all these things that we supposedly do for others,
0: are we making ourselves present in them? Amen, sister. So again, we're turning it to you, our wonderful audience. This year, give presents, E-N-C-E, for Christmas. There's nothing that surpasses. no presents that surpass the gift of your presence. And so you're going to hear us say that a lot. And really, we didn't invent it. It's not our genius. But ultimately, when you've tried everything else, when you've received every gift you could possibly give, you will be empty if you haven't received and given the gift of presence, which is literally making God present. It's celebrating his presence among us. So another thing I want to clue you into or invite you to, and this is like the the big step. It shouldn't be, but it is the big step. I want to challenge you. Ready for this? I'm ready. It's it's the big challenge. Can you spend, of all of the other commitments that you make, look at your calendar that reveals what's really important to you. Um, Of all the commitments that you make, Could you spend 45 minutes a week talking and praying with your family? could you set aside 45 minutes I know you do great things for the church I know you're involved with that faith sharing group but in your family those of you who have children at home in particular can you dedicate 45 minutes and we make that very easy to do and to kind of make it an awesome journey of us united together you go to massimpact.us and you download this live it gathering guide but to make all of that easy and forgive all this language here but live it challenge.eventbrite.com live it you're going to hear a whole lot more of us as more and more men in particular step into the game and leading in their families but it's not exclusive to them. You're going to hear more and more of our mission and our movement inviting, challenging, encouraging, proclaiming the awesomeness of God alive when we take the time to talk and pray in our homes. It's a non-negotiable. It is, it is a fundamental essence of what it means to have a family. What it means to be married is to invite God alive through talking and praying. We're just inviting you to receive the gift God wants to give. That's what we're all about. So liveitchallenge.eventbrite.com. Why not join us this Sunday, be making that seven-week commitment, and just commit to seven weeks. We think you'll be hooked. But for those of you who really want to receive the awesome gift of presence, liveitchallenge.eventbrite.com. Go there. Check it out. All right. So I'm going to go around here, and I'm going to begin with you, Stephanie. Who has made? I'm so ready. Who has given you the gift of presence? Except for that, in question. your life, yes. Who's given you the gift of presence, and what difference has it made? What stands out in your mind prominently?
1: Do you know, there are many things, but the first image that popped into my mind was my aunt, who lives out in Oregon. BB gun. Yeah, my aunt BB. Her name's Barbara, but we call her BB. Aunt BB. Um, as many of our listeners know, our mom passed away when. The 12 of us were younger. I was five. And so she was my mom's, is my mom's sister. Um, And they look very similar. And so when she would come home to Erie, PA, once or twice a year, I would always love seeing her. One, she looks like my mom. Two, she just has this phenomenal wonderful personality totally in love with the lord in a very real way but she is one person in my long 40s how old am i 46 years of life
0: young 46 that i can
1: say is probably top of the list for someone who when you are with her you feel her presence like she is tuned into you she asks sincere questions she does the eyeball to eyeball kind of thing and just her heart comes through that look and so i would have to uh lift my Aunt Beebe as that example, whether it was just casual conversations or her very deliberately wanting to share some stories about my mom that I, we wouldn't have necessarily heard, you know, from when she was growing up alongside of her, um, or just that helping hand, or whatever it was, so... That's my little awesomeness, little moment.
0: Now I'm not name dropping for three. I am maybe a little bit, but truly, there's deep affection um, for three of people. Uh, one is uh, Father Paul Marks. Um, out of college, I was working for Human Life International, and he was a very attentive listener. I could see when I spoke to him that his spirit was drawing out of me mm-hmm. um, uh, an affection and um, and you know just an attentiveness uh, similar to that quality of presence. Was Father Benedict Rasche? I was privileged to live with him for a year. And uh, just a a brotherly, godly, you know, uh, uncle kind of soul to me. Um, Our walks, you know, along New York Sound there at his retreat center. And uh, just um, very attuned to me as a person. And the questions that he asked that showed me. Him in particular, he'd ask questions um, that revealed that he was in it. And that, you know, the greatest gift he gave was his presence in that regard. Um, And then, of course, for a very brief moment, but it was a significant moment was when I was a seminarian at Mount St. Mary's in Emmitsburg studying for the Diocese of Peoria before my wife knew me Thank um, you. Uh, Mother Teresa gave us a visit and truly as they say about her there, was, there were a sea of my, my brother's seminarians and I was, um, was able to come forward or invited and received with the others but one on one a miraculous medal and truly when you were with her nobody else was there She looked you in the eyes, and you were the only person that mattered. And I think to this day how I would like to have more of that quality of full attentiveness. Not with somebody, and I'm kind of thinking about something else and all that. But I'm going to say... With those prefaces, truly, my friends, my life friends, my brother friends, certainly my brothers, um, have given me the gift of presence. Tom Brannigan, John Davis, Dave McElroy, to name a few, from high school and college, pick up the phone, and they're totally wired into me. They care about me. Um, They're listening. They're supportive. They're encouraging. So, um, and obviously, you and our family would be at the top of the list, but uh, I have to offer those names. So, we're going to go on to the right. Ladies first, who are you? We have a familiar name. Here in the studio with us She's going to go into broadcast journalism I'm teasing, <laughs> spending some good time with us here She's
1: going to be our new
3: co-host Yeah Hi, uh, my name is Abby Griffith Hi, Hi. Abby <laughs> <laughs> And Do you want me to answer the question? Yes, okay. Abby, sorry um, Someone who's recently given me a lot of presence is my mom. Um, In the past year, we've gotten a lot closer than I think we have ever been in my long 17 years of life. Um, And, you know, she's been going through a rough time with her job and just, you know, life in general and, um, you know, trying to figure out where she can find the balance between everything that's going on in her life. And for some reason, she's decided to make me her confidant. And Mm. that has strengthened our relationship beyond measure and she's just she told me that she's not allowed to be my friend until I graduate high school because until then she's my mom Aww. but she's my friend or I yeah I don't know how it works one of us is not we allowed gotcha. to be each other's friend and but until then like that's sort of where our relationship has gone recently mm-hmm. and it's made me really happy because up until that point I'd been we have been kind of distant from each other um between like Sixth grade until my junior year, um, but because we've been getting closer over the last year, it's made me a better person. Um, just being able to have that motherly bond, mother-daughter bond, um, has been really big in my life. And especially since I'm going to be going to college in a few months, um, it's just Aww. made. Me, I know it's so weird. <laughs> um, it's made me um, excited for college because I know that. I'm not like I'm going to miss her obviously but Mm. I already have a bond like a bond with her so I don't have to worry about losing it because I can just call her whenever like we've already started trying to pick out days and times that we're going to call each other while I'm at college so that like we never miss talking to each other at least once a week and so yeah she's been she's been awesome Abby
0: while we have you on the spot here let me ask you kind of uh, the no-brainer question maybe is is there any (sighs) gift that she's ever given you or your parents have ever given you you're now what 17 yes 17 years old is there any gift that you can recall they've given you Christmas birthday that surpasses their gift of presence oh boy that surpasses them just being present to you in that time and conversation um, You're answering it by your struggle.
3: Right, right. Yeah, You're I, kind
0: of answering it. It's like, no. I mean, nothing surpasses the time that you have with your mom and how it's become a great gift.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
0: And you, um, you, now you, um, we were with you guys recently. I don't know what occasion it was, but we were talking about uh, with your parents present, and there was a challenge to the larger group. I don't know what event it was. But it was to do the live a challenge. You know, It's was to talk and pray um, as a family. And we know it. We know that there's a great challenge. It's easy for us to talk and pray with friends. Well, for some. But let's just say it's easier for, for us to do that than it is within our homes. And praise God, you were so excited. You came back and said, my dad said, we're going to do this. You know, I'm not saying we're going to do it forever, but we're going to do it at least once. Um, and you were very positive about that and excited about that. Tell us how that went and how you your experience with it.
3: Yeah, so basically after the um, family fest over the summer, my dad accepted the challenge to um, become sort of the leader of faith in the house, which is something that he's never really done before and it was sort of at the beginning, all of us were kind of like, yeah, okay, Dad, um, have fun with that. And so then we got home, and he we decided that Thursday nights was going to be family dinner and then doing the live-it guide. And um, we came home Thursday after school, and my dad was in the kitchen already cooking at, like, 4 o'clock. And, um, Go, Dad. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> um, Paige, my younger sisters, Paige and Reagan, they had competitive dancers so they had dance at like six o'clock so we had to make sure we got it in before they left and he like set it all up we sat out on the patio we ate i don't even remember something really delicious mm-hmm. because my dad's a great cook yeah, um, <laughs> and as we were eating we had purchased a candle at the family fest um, one of the live it candles and he brought it out and we lit it and he said all right let's do this and so we just kind of we went through the questions I don't think we got to the gospel the first time but eventually like you know we started making more progress and like getting deeper with the questions and it lasted for like a good month um, then like school started and life got busy but um, we're he's trying really hard to try and find a day again that we can all um, start doing this and yeah it was just it, it really brought out a change um, in my parents' marriage, and um, my dad as like as a person, our family as a whole, and just sort of bringing us all together, which is something that I didn't. Expect, but looking back on it, it, was like why? Why wouldn't I expect that? Because we're bringing Jesus to the center of our home, and it's it was such a powerful thing. And even though we're amazing. not, even though we're not doing it now, like it's still there, and we're trying really hard to get it back.
0: Awesome so. testimonial, Abby. Um, Go, Abby. Yeah, absolutely. And your parents, Abby. beautiful people. You're talking Go committed, goodness. faithful Catholics here, folks who send their kids to Catholic schools. It's clearly <coughs> an important value so you hear radiated from Abby, um, and what. What is she sharing with us she's sharing with us they had that foundation they had that faith commitment but it took setting aside the time with busy people to talk and pray and as she just gave great testimony to had an impact on their marriage and their family and something they're hoping to do so again another encouragement live young Juan Pablo Who's made a difference in your life? Who's given you the gift of presence?
4: Um, Three people came to mind, so I'll go through each quickly. (laughs) Father, son, and... Um, The first person is mi hermano, Jose. Um... Seth just always kind of being there to challenge and support me and stuff, so thanks for that, bro. Um, second person is my other brother, not Dominic, although he's amazing too. Um, mm-hmm. th- we can't go throughout this show without so mentioning true. Robert Kelly, so, so
1: I'll take a there. He is
4: um, so bow your yep. heads for a moment yeah. of silence,
1: mm-hmm. a moment <laughs> <Amen>.
4: of rejoicing. <laughs> so yeah, rejoicing in the Lord always, um, or Robert Kelly, same. Or Robert, yeah, same thing. Um, but yeah, Robert oh, Kelly geez. just like for always being there as well, and like when Joe. Joseph was doing musical at the Notre Dame Academy. Um, Just like him always coming over and hanging out. It was always great. Uh, and then my thir- the third person that came to mind was my grandma, who mm, just like always wants true. to be present in like every aspect of her grandchildren's mm. lives. So, yeah, cool. her. Nice. it's an
0: awesome one. And as her son, I moved because you're right, through my life, she was Grandma Judy. My mom, Judy Schleter, has been on our program a couple times before, truly writes these thoughtful notes for what 48 grandkids and seven children um, living. And uh, the attentiveness that she gives to each of us, uh, in spite of her busyness, is amazing. It is truly beautiful. Joseph, the man behind the man glass, the legend, the man with the power. Um,
5: everyone, John Paul said, especially the first one. No, but turning it back on John Paul. Um, but the one that came to mind immediately was uh, Aaron Richards mm-hmm. from CYSC. He is just a super incredible, awesome just warrior for the Lord and um, I reached out to him a few weeks ago just telling him I was praying for him and stuff and he immediately just like wanted to have a phone call with me, and he's like crazy busy guy. He's doing all sorts of awesome things, and he took time just to, have a, to talk to me on the phone. We've stayed in touch, and just he's such a meaningful listener, and just is not afraid to just dive right in there and go deep, and to tell me like what God's like, what he feels God's telling me to do, and like which direction God's pointing me. But he also like listens and just like is so wise and. Um, He's just a super, he he just inspires me so much. So, Aaron Richards.
0: Awesome. Folks, you're tuned in to Ignite Radio Live. It is the beginning of this great journey into the heart of Christ's Mass. And again, it is a journey. (laughs) And uh, we, we hope that by the time we reach December 24th, the eve and Christmas, truly. That uh, we will have walked this journey well and that we will be different as a result. And we're inviting you. We're giving you a simple insight, a simple step that can make all the difference in the world. And that is to think in terms of Christmas presents, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, to make that time. And I know as I'm saying these words, everybody who's listening is nodding. There's not a single person who's not saying, yeah, I could stand to spend more Presence with my wife, with my children, with my family. But that isn't enough to do it. We also know that, don't we? You got to make the commitment, you got to say you're going to do it. And um, and uh, so go to liveitchallenge.eventbrite.com and we are inviting you, we're going to go to commercial in just a second but we are inviting any of you who um, have a story to share of somebody who has been presence to you and the difference they have made and we're also going to talk a little more about uh, the blessings of this Live It Gathering Guide so 877 eight seven seven two seven five eight zero nine eight. you are tuned in to Ignite Radio Live over the five mightiest stations of Annunciation Radio This awesome season of Advent, praying God's peace be upon us as we seek him and have confidence he's there to meet us.
1: This is an Ignite Flash Fire moment. Right now, can you think of one person you know who's struggling, in need of knowing God's love? If someone came to mind, God just spoke to your heart. We're going to light it up right now. Send them a quick message. It could be by Facebook, email, text message. Make it short and sweet. Simply tell them you were thinking about them appreciate them, you're praying for them, you're in it with them, that God loves them. If we respond to this simple flash fire prompting right now, together we'll move his kingdom a big step forward. Ignite Flash Fire is brought to you by MassImpact.us. Not just a moment, a movement.
4: Did you see the Guardians of the Galaxy? Did you watch the Packer game?
0: How's your portfolio?
3: is awesome.
0: What we talk about doesn't just reveal what's important to us. It reveals who's important to us. This week, take a risk to grow deeper. Consider throwing in one of these. What's your
1: biggest challenge right now? Hey, what can I pray for
5: you for?
0: What can I do to make your life easier right now?
4: How about joining us for Mass this Sunday? Yeah, and coming over for breakfast. Mm -hmm.
0: Let's pray the Holy Communion we receive correspond to a holy community we live. This has been a Mass Impact Moment. Join the great adventure at MassImpact.us. Games are something you play with a board, not with a soul. Let's not sugarcoat this. Satan is getting many to join him through a door called pornography. That door is everywhere a device is. The consequences are devastating. If you or those you love don't have filtering on your computers or devices, you're playing games with souls. You're leaving the door wide open. Please join us now in shutting that door. Go right now to MassImpact.us. Click on Covenant Eyes. The only thing greater than our deepest desire for God is God's impassioned desire for us. This Advent, we invite you to join us on a journey deeper into the very heart of Christ's Mass. We begin on December 1st with an amazing evening of superstar speakers, worship leaders, and musicians. If you're looking for that right event to invite family and friends more in need of knowing God's real profound love for them, this is it. Substantially discounted tickets are going right now at PresenceForChristmas.com. P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E-F-O-R-Christmas.com. When you pray about how God might want you to be a steward with your tithe to make a big difference, please consider the work of Mass Impact, a dynamic Catholic new evangelization movement at the very heart of our church, making a difference in literally thousands of lives. Partner with us now in what recent popes have called the church's most important mission. Go to MassImpact.us and click on the
4: Contribute tab. Thank you and God bless. I'm asking Santa to hook me up with a skateboard. Airsoft rifle. A ginormous teddy bear. Clothes and more clothes. Okay, everybody,
0: pop quiz. What was your favorite Christmas present as a child?
4: An awesome new bike.
0: Xbox One.
4: iPhone 10.
0: How about last year?
4: Cool camera.
1: Awesome Under Armour stuff.
0: A new microwave. What lasting difference has it made in your life today? Now let's fast forward. Imagine the Lord is returning this Christmas for real. It will be your last day on this earth. What would your spouse or children say about what was most important? No presents surpass the gift of your presence. This year, give presents for Christmas. Go right now to presentsforchristmas.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E-F-O-R-Christmas.com. And plan on participating in presents for Christmas events. This message was brought to you by Mass Impact. More than a moment, a movement.
5: How about just my driver's license? Um, for
1: Welcome back to Ignite Radio Live Here in the studio with Greg and Stephanie Schleter Joseph and John Paul Schleter Singing uh, in the background, John Paul Yeah, that's John Paul He went to his first opera and it is just that's great crazy good now.
0: I think your brother cut your microphone. I, I don't think, think you did. came in. Oh. Cut. <laughs> cut you. So
1: here we are talking about presents for Christmas. So another reminder... This Thursday, December first at Saint John's Jesuit High School, a region wide presents for Christmas with a meal message and amazement. Check it out now at Presents for Christmas. P R E S E N C E F O R Christmas Dot. Com, right? Dot yes. com. I always get the dots mixed up. And uh, order your tickets so we can order the right amount of food for you. It's going to be an awesome, awesome, awesome evening. Uh, just a powerful way to kick off Advent, if you will. If you haven't kicked it off well yet,
5: now's your chance. And Robert Kelly's going to be there. And Robert this Kelly will true. be there. <laughs> the cult the of thing.
0: Robert. <laughs> Anyways. It's a thing. Um, so... Um, I <laughs> <laughs> just threw him way this off. Is wow, just
1: really live tonight. Let
0: <laughs> no, me tell you. it's 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 good. Don't die, Abby. It is really I'm good, Abby. To. Pray for Abby. She's got the bubonic plague in Whoa. here. And uh, Abby's so, Abby's beautiful. We so, love folks, Abby. the live it gathering is a way. Again, not about us. You could, I like to say, mass impact these names. Rip them up and throw it away. The arrows do not point to our organization. Um, we fail. Um, our mission is not. The organization the organization is for the mission. And what's that mission? For us all to more fully encounter Jesus. To, uh, to discover his revelation that he desires um, this love relationship with, with us, that we would respond to him. And we know all the books speak of this, and the stats reveal this. We want to change the world, don't we? We read the newspaper, and we're troubled by those things. We spend hours invested in the news around us, but what difference does that really make? Here's something you can do within your power that God entrusts to us to make a difference, and that is to set aside time to talk and pray. There are many ways you can do it, right? Do you need mass impact? You know, hopefully not. But we're just finding a lot of folks are blessed to be able to see the readings in the coming Sunday, as an occasion to gather to talk and pray. It's fun. Um, there's fun questions that it begins with. We're not going to do those tonight, but it's uh, even if you just did that, we hear wonderful reports of moms with younger kids. I wish I could say dads, but unfortunately I don't have any of the dads, but many of moms with younger kids... In fact, Dad, if you hear me right now, you give me that story so that I can say moms and dad or moms and dads who simply uh, over lunch or supper op- um, listen to these, uh, uh, I'm sorry, do the fun questions. And then they do the, um, the daily questions, you know, an affirmation, uh, a strength, uh, a challenge, something uh, that you're struggling with. Um, but now we 're going to kind of go in just at least um, open up the door to the first reading for this coming Sunday and uh, John Paul, since you're giving us some exegesis on it um, <laughs> i 'll let you proclaim the first reading and you uh you 'll get the first shot at your humorous exegesis after we reverently uh open our hearts to this reading and I want to say this too. we say it to our kids all the time, and it is so true if it 's not relevant what 's the point, right? I think, well, 75% who call themselves Catholics no longer go to Mass. I think there's a good number of those 25% who go who maybe sleep through it and ask, you know, what's the point? What's it got to do with me? How is it relevant? And um, I want to invite us as we hear this to maybe be attuned to what God is saying to us personally. Understand a culture a context of a people living in captivity, of a people who were powerless And uh, knew of a Savior that was to come and save them. Their whole uh, imaginations were flooded and memories and lives, lives were flooded with the awareness of a Messiah, a Savior, who would save them. And I invite you to think about the fact, are we in any different place today? Do we not need a Savior? Does the world not need a Savior? Relations of the nations, relations in our communities, relations in our homes. Do we not need a Savior? Let's listen to this reading proclaimed through that lens. Bring it, John Paul.
4: A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. On that day, a shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. A spirit of wisdom and of understanding, a spirit of counsel and of strength, a spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord, and his delight shall be the fear of the Lord. Not by appearance shall he judge, nor by hearsay shall he decide, but he shall judge the poor with justice, and decide aright for the lands afflicted. He shall strike the ruthless with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked." Justice shall be the band around his waist, and faithfulness a belt upon his hips. Then the wolf shall be a guest of the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid. The calf and the young lion shall browse together, with the little child to guide them. The cow and the bear shall be neighbors, together their young shall rest. The lion shall eat hay like the ox. The baby shall play by the cobra's den, and the child lay his hand on the adder's lair. There shall be no harm or ruin on all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be filled with knowledge of the Lord, as water covers the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse, set up as a signal for the nations, the Gentiles shall seek out, for his dwelling shall be glorious. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God.
0: Before John Paul kicks in, um, we uh, have four components to each reading. There's three questions and then a go-around, we call it. The first question for every reading is the same. What struck you in this reading? What challenged you, inspired you? What questions did it raise? You can understand how that question alone might engage a family for a long time or a group. Just the question. The second question, we're endeavoring to identify one key area of relevance, of challenge to us, a way that we should be challenged to grow. And again, how awesome for family or friends to hear us articulate this because then they pray for us and they become an occasion of support and accountability. That's question two. Then question three, you know, we're moving up the ladder here in terms of what it means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. And this third question really kind of is a bit of a measure of are we really disciples of Jesus because it's not just how can I be transformed and changed, but how can I be Christ's instrument in this world of transformation of those around me. So the third question takes that same idea from question two out of the reading and it invites us to be Um, God's disciples, God's heart, God's hands, God's words in a specific way to somebody else in our lives. And then we simply go around. If it's a group of seven or eight is a good size of a group. In this case... Or 20 or 30 in the case of the Livet group, but they break down. So anyways, um, the, the fourth, you go around. In this case, going around, share with each person how he, she has helped you live in the power and promise of God with us. Emmanuel. And encourage them. So you imagine in a group of seven, in the case of our family, when Annie's with us, eight of us together, every person gets to hear seven other people encourage them. So how awesome is that? Couldn't you use some affirmation or, or encouragement? And the gift to them is what? The gift to them is to be God's prophetic voice to listen attentively, to be listening to God's heart for that person. So just to encourage you who are listening right now how awesome and how powerful this is and encourage uh, you to get in the game, liveitchallenge.eventbrite.com. So John Paul, give us your deep, thoughtful, spiritual
4: exegesis on this reading. Prepare for your mind to be blown. It will be. I believe it. It blew mine too. Um, No, just like the second half is like so profound and stuff. I mean, it talks about... A leopard lying down with the kid. It's I mean, like you lying down, kid. With rock. seriously, <laughs> it's like or Dominic lying down with you. It's crazy. And then the 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 deepest line of this entire reading is when it says, "The calf and the young lion shall browse together." I mean. Two questions from that Firefox. Yeah, what browser do they use? <laughs> Clearly, I mean, going on the animal theme, I would it's, go with Firefox. Yeah, but Fox, I mean, man. Chrome kind of works better. What? No, it does. Yeah, yes, it. Oh my, it's gosh. better
3: than Firefox. You can leave. Well, so man, uh, deep you. spiritual
4: exegesis so, yeah, is going then, on here. Ignite like, real life. What websites do they go on? I mean, how, how do they type emmanuel.s? Same, <laughs> um, and but but it's all God cool. is with because then it says with a, it that says was with a little child to guide them. So I mean, so they were they, they're, they're good,
0: and you guys like it's, that, right? I love it. Children guiding children.
4: Oh my gosh! Well, yeah. if, you know, Do, if Dominic Paul. was guiding my website searches, it would constantly be like Under Armour.
0: That's true. <laughs> or sports,
4: Dick Sporting Goods. Right.
0: Right. Or or maybe huge. huge. Anyways, um, no. But folks, as you're hearing this, okay, a little bit of a oh more my. than a little bit of a laugh. But um, That's you know, God. (laughs) wants our authenticity and it's okay to open the door to that authenticity and uh, truly if you see this it is woven the salvation history God's saving of us that's um hinted more than hinted at is is um prophetically announced in this reading um is woven with a child and child sensibilities and there's a lot of qualities here that almost feel fairy tale-esque don't they i mean they're they're the stuff of fairy tales right a wolf's going to lie down with a lamb a leopard's going to lie down with a goat a kid etc i mean it almost sounds like a, a a page from aesop's fables or something and um Maybe, maybe we become so, as a society, so uh, confident in our science, in our ability of 2 plus 2 equals 4, being empirical, that everything has to make sense, that we've lost a sense of the wonder, the wonder of God, the grandeur of God, that is necessary for us to have that kind of relationship with him, mm-hmm. that the world can think and breathe and dream differently. But, you know, what's interesting is, um, as we, you know, maybe reject in these readings... We flock to the movie theaters or we read the books because our spirits are, are so um, famished, are, are starving for a sense of wonder. We're starving for a sense that there's more to this world than what um, can be logically proven or known. You know, I I love the work of Chesterton in his book, Orthodoxy, Uh, the the fourth chapter um, in particular is called Ethics in Elfland. And uh, Chesterton uh, posits that it's precisely these fairy tales, Santa Claus notwithstanding, that opens the door for us to have that sense of wonder. And it is a unique attribute of a child. And uh, arguably, it is that quality that Jesus is referring to when he says, unless you are like a child. Have we lost the wonder? Have we lost, um, have we become too cynical, you know, uh, with regard to the Christmas myth? If any young people are listening, put an asterisk over what I'm saying there. You know, I'm a firm believer, and tell me, tell me people don't really deep down, you know, have a desire for the truth of Christmas and Father Christmas, shall we say, um, a, a desire to know that there's a mystery and a wonder beyond what strictly makes sense. What about your thoughts here, guys? Um, What are your thoughts as you read this? What struck you, challenged you, inspired you? What questions did it raise?
5: Kind of going off of what you said, just about we've lost such a sense of wonder and awe at Jesus and what He can do. We've lost confidence that miracles can take place in our lives. And uh, I just see that so much throughout. Like, we'll lift up prayers, but do we really believe that they have the power to change, to believe that they have the power to uh, make um, the sick better again, make change lives, change hearts. Like, is that something we really believe? We've lost so much of our wonder and uh, confidence in Christ. Um, so that's. That really struck me, and I've just seen so many examples of that recently. But I've also seen so many examples of the miracles that take place when we claim that confidence when we claim that power in Christ.
0: I want to just um, emphasize that point, Joseph, because uh, and invite any of you to share on this also. Because in the past few years with Ignite um, and Live It Gathering Guide, all that has been part of it, it opens the door for participants to a kind of experience with God's love and his presence. And my question has always been, if we're opening the door to that encounter, and it's certainly the Mass is the source and summit, right? So all of these are really kind of expressions of that flowing stream from the Mass. Um, but if we're not opening the door to to where it goes, to that road of discipleship, are we not kind of condemning people to the frustration of forever going to this door and that door and that door. And so when you said, Joseph, you know, have we lost the confidence in what God wants to do, we decided this past year in Pentecost, the Praying with Fire conference, um, and and Ablazes, that we're going to do more and more frequently, to um, faithfully ask the question, what does it mean to be Catholic? What What is revealed in our catechism, in the lives of the saints? What does it mean to have the heart and the mind of Jesus Christ and his power pouring forth through us to truly, we are what we eat, to be Christ's presence in this world where we see uh, claiming in his name healing, healing the sick. And, of course, in Christ's day, raising the dead. And he said, you'll do even greater things than these because I'm going to my Father and I'm sending my Holy Spirit. So you're alluding to this, Joseph, but you know maybe paint for us just briefly the picture of what you saw at um, Praying with Fire conference in a blaze. I
5: just saw people open to the Holy Spirit being healed. I saw them literally being healed of physical things, of spiritual things, like right in front of me. And it just really, I guess, gave me confidence in the power of the Spirit because it's not just Jesus isn't contained to just the church on Sunday or at a different event or with a particular priest or wherever. Like Jesus can't be contained, and we so often we put him into boxes. So, like, I just pray right now that. All of the boxes that we've built up around God would just come crashing down. He would just break through them and just obliterate all these, these restraints and restrictions we put on him that restrain his healing power and just his presence because he so much desires to work and to move in our lives. And we've put him in these boxes. And I just saw boxes broken at that event, and I saw lives being changed.
0: Awesome. Uh, any other thoughts here from any of you on this reading or along those lines? You guys
1: kind of covered a lot. No, but just, I guess for me, just the word um, expectation, like you guys are saying, which is a theme of Advent, right? That the Lord says it, so let's expect it.
2: Mm. I'm
0: going to post right now, Stephanie and Joseph and John Paul, you you know brought this up also. Abby, you were part of these experiences. I'm going to post an article um, that I wrote uh, called Just Simply Set the World Ablaze. And... Um, it was published, picked up by Catholic 365, and I want to share it for our listeners on my web, on my, I'm sorry, Facebook page, uh, because it describes what happened at some of those events, and it encourages you. It's pretty consumable, fairly short, and it encourages you tonight to be mindful of the power God gives you with those in your life. Maybe your spouse is struggling, or anxious, or worried, or bitter, or resentful. Fill in the blank. Maybe you are. Maybe your children are really struggling with something. Well, this article kind of gives you permission, as we are right now, to take the time and simply say, not just, hey, what can I pray for you for? Or um, can I pray with you right now? But go to that step and say, do you mind if right now I put a hand on you, on your shoulder, and just ask for God's grace to bless you? Now, John Paul had that experience. He'd done a little bit of that in our home and their own living group among their peers. But at um, one of the Ablaze events with Father Matthias, you know, he shared the story, won't go into it now, but I shared the story of a woman coming up to him and uh, he was a server. So it wasn't like he stood out in any particular way. She was moved to go to him. She had been suffering from some serious um, migraine headaches and she asked him to pray over her. Well, what came together, and we shared it on one of our Ignite Read Alive events, was so powerful that God... John Paul, who had all the fears you have, all the reservations and doubts, but he said, all right, game on, God. You're going to lead this. You called this, and a very powerful thing happened. He prayed over her with some other people. She was rested in the spirit, and she was healed a week later, still up to that point to now, we pray it still is, um, of that by trusting in God. Well, God wants to give you that same power. God wants to give you that same confidence um, by virtue of baptism, confirmation, the graces that he gives us, the Eucharist. he He wants you to be his hands in this world right now. Other thoughts?
5: Can I continue
0: along those lines? Yes, you can
5: just the this story's a lot longer but I'll keep it brief just about I guess the power of the spirit and being open to him Aaron Richards I mentioned him earlier he, he's in Columbus um him and a friend Patrick Rice were just so open to the spirit and Uh, It's power in their lives literally decided to take a day to just do whatever the spirit called them to so they went to adoration and um, Brought like a journal and just wrote down whoever like whatever names God placed on their mind and like um, Where where they could like the area they could find them and like what they would need prayers for so they did this and like They just they had three a list of three names um, Some of them suffering from physical ailments others like with different relationships and they just went to downtown Columbus and they found each of those people just miraculously and same names, same descriptions, same um, circumstances, same needs of prayers that had been revealed to them in adoration, and so they were able to pray with them, and healings took place, both physical and spiritual, and in relationships, and like that's the power of our God. That's the power when people are open to that spirit, and like so, I just encourage all of us to take those steps of faith. Aaron told me that faith means risk, and like we need to live by that. Like faith, like in order, to, if we claim this faith, it means risking, it means stepping out onto the uncomfortable waters and doing some things that might not. Come naturally to us, but just to be open to the Spirit in that way.
0: Folks, we're uh, coming in for a landing here, um, but what a great time we've had here this first week of Advent to invite you to think every time you hear the word presence, to think P R E S E N C E, to recognize the great gift of God's holy presence that He wants to give in our homes and our families and our world, to join us for Presence for Christmas, presentsforchristmas.com, to maybe even accept the Live It Challenge. God wants us to flood us with his grace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Jesus, we yearn for you. We long for you. Draw us unto you and to make the commitment to receive your grace alive in our relationships. Truly, Lord, this Christmas may we give and receive presents for Christmas. We ask this in your name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless you all.